Welcome to the Chronicles of the Event Ninja. This is Ninja, aka GL. And on this particular podcast, let's talk about sexism. Um, it's disgusting to know and to see news articles out there that, uh, and also like within the cluster of the community that I am part of, uh, I see here and there, depending on the community that I'm participating in, that we have men. Uh, who have a very um, narrow-minded ideology. Uh, That's the most eloquent way that I can put this, uh, in which uh, they would openly bash a woman um, because it's not to their taste or they're not, it's not to their ideology. And what I mean by taste, I mean within um, any given industry. And one of the industries that I'm going to be talking about is about esports or video games in general. Uh, in the last few years, we've paved a, 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 a nice bridge and a very long road in order to elevate women in uh, video games by itself, and which basically uh, translate to women in the workforce. Um, such as topics as women being CEOs, being successful, having being women in, as an entrepreneur, and so forth. I myself am very uh, reluct- reluctant and grateful that I am surrounded by a lot of good friends who have became entrepreneurs, who are women, who are women in power, who actually probably makes more than I do, uh, and who are happy and, and being uh, that type of person, um, and I mean people who have graduated, uh, scholars, or who have not graduated, who has like a university degree and did not decided to go for their master's or something, or who has a um, three years deck. So basically for people that are not in Quebec, uh, district uh, basically a deck is basically three years after you finish high school and high school here in in Quebec is basically uh, after grade five you do not have a grade uh, uh, I mean grade 11 you do not actually have grade 12 and uh, you actually go to what we call a CJP or aka college in which you have the option of two years doing pre-university uh, which is uh, science business or whatever and then after that you get a choice uh, to go into university or if you do not choose that path you can uh, choose a three years convocations to be um, part of the workforce so after three years you should be adequately equipped to be working for example and there's a lot of different subject matter uh, in, 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 in that um field itself and we're not talking about electricians and so forth is uh, there there's programmers that can take a three years uh a deck uh cjep deck equivalent and and you're out of that particular field and you're ready to go and everything that's just one of the examples that i can think of um there are such as office clerk you could be a secretary too uh, for example, ha- having earned that positions and so forth and so forth. Um, so going back before I, I derail myself. So 
people think that education will reach you somewhere. It's a false pretense. You can learn your education wherever you go, especially in the 2020 where, you know, there's an abundance of information at your fingertips um, thanks to the internet. I've known a lot of entrepreneurs who self-taught and are now making a decent living for their family. So basically they will be able to uh, support themselves, their significant others and one or two children or more children, depending on what it is. Um, and they could be a dual income, single income, whatever their choices. And I've seen a lot of different types of entrepreneurs thanks to that. And you do not need a full ride education for that and everything. You don't even need to be a athlete, for example. Um, so I am surrounded by a lot of pe- those type of people, and on top of that, I'm, um, I am, uh, grateful to be able to call a lot of my friends who are female who are becoming very successful in their own rights, uh, from makeup artists, from, uh, tanning service, uh, from lashes, and and so forth. Uh, I am not naming names because of the fact that I'll be here for at least ten minutes before I can finish, uh, but. First and foremost, I give kudos to all my friends that are out there, a, uh, especially females ones that are self-entrepreneurs that are making it, that are hustling and everything. Um, now, going back to the initial part of the subject is about sexism and specifically in, in video game industry and in esports itself that I've been seeing in the last few years is the fact that what's up with that? Uh you know, I have known people that I'm following that get quote unquote um, shitted on. I cannot have better words, uh, more eloquent words, being marginalized, diminished of their capability or uh, STFU. Uh, um, and you'll need to Google that on what STFU actually means. And it's not pretty. Uh, the fact that uh, men do not like to hear the, the fact that there's a woman on the other end of the um, speakers uh, or had a mic a microphone actually, um, and that they're playing a game. Uh, I grew up with several nephews and one niece, and after that, along the way. Uh, if I body count this properly, 16 years ago, I was blessed with another niece in which at that point, she grew up into a male predominant type of family. But obviously, I have cousins who are female and everything. And we typically reunite ourselves by playing video games where um, we play Nintendo, we play PlayStation, and we obviously play on the, the computer. Uh, nowadays, in the last, I would say, four to five years, we're less on the computer. Obviously, we are still around with, you know, Dota 2, League of Legends, and so forth. And we always opt to play the most weirdest games, but as long as it's co-op. So basically, let's, for example, Terraria, for example, um, which is a fun co-op game and everything and, and white knuckle style and panic. Um but in the last few years, we've been playing mostly board games so that it's fun to be able to play with everybody, right? 
uh, and so forth. So I've been growing more aware of the fact that, you know, that my niece should have their own right to play equally with the, with the guys of the family and everything. And as an uncle, I need to show leadership behind it. I know I need to uh, ensure that it's everything's fair game and that we, we as men should respect their um, ide- ideology, their opinions and what they feel like. And I always, cons- I have a very good relationship with uh, both my niece especially one of them who's older. Uh, and I ask her for different type of opinions, restaurants, and so and so forth. Um, where I'm heading with this is the fact that it's freaking pissing me off that I see a lot of my friends now that I've met in real life. And I've also met some other people that I, that I do not have a friendship with, but we're casual on the social media platform that gets bashed and diminished for their accomplishment because they're women. That is unfair. What's up with that? It's becoming a systematic problem. Systemic problem, sorry. Um, We have uh, systemic problems with racism and we have systemic problem with sexism. Uh, Obviously, right now, the hot topic is about racism, but... Obviously, any type of problems, let it be race, let it be gender, transgenders, uh, gays, um, and and obviously your gender, sexism, um, should be talked about. And that is why I'm talking about this, because this is not acceptable in 2020. It's not, it shouldn't be acceptable in the future, 2021, 2022, and so forth and so forth. I have a lot of friends who have daughters now and they'll be enraged if their daughters have to go through this kind of society where they will need to tell their daughters that we live in a society where men certain like men will be bashing on them and obviously they will always be able to count on our dads and their numerous, numerous uncles. And, you know, if, if you do not know about um, Eastern cu- culture, uh, everybody's an uncle by proxy. So basically, I am a friend of my friend. And guess what? They'll tell their kids, if you need something, go call upon Uncle G for your best uh, headshots, but obviously I will back back it up and go to town on on anybody that will make them miserable. Um. Uh. So, uh, where does this, you know, quote unquote? I'm talking as calm as I can, but I am really raging when I see um, certain people, certain. Okay, so let's start naming names. So, I see certain. Certain uh, personalities that I follow. So basically, let's say uh, Bohe, who is a League of Legends player. She is very good at League of Legends. She's been playing it for a long while. She probably plays better than me. I will cede my place because the fact that I don't know the game as well as I can. And I'm a guy. I'm an older guy. 
obviously. And the fact that she gets shitted upon the fact that she's a woman playing League of Legends games. What kind of toxicity is that? Where did you learn these manners? That's my question. Okay. Uh, you know, Pokimane, for example, probably got a lot of flack for that uh, too. And she just became the sixth most followed Twitch personality. And when when you're the sixth most followed, that means that you're in the five million. Imagine that she's streaming a game and you don't know recognize the voice and you're screaming um, stupidity and she decides to flick the switch to be able to expose you because you're a, a, a terrible human being. Uh, you got raised uh, in the wrong side or as as a Asian, I would say that you weren't getting the Russell Peter treatment where you were getting smacked in the head for talking back to your parents and everything. You weren't raised right properly, in my opinion. And obviously, this is my just my opinion. Uh, the fact that you do not you do not understand to treat people equally and shouting at um, women during during a casual game of League of Legends, Hearthstone, Call of Duty, uh, CS:GO, what are the games? Valorant or 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 any of those team-based game where you're getting totally disrespected just because of the fact that you're a female playing a video game um, is totally not acceptable. I've seen IG uh, Instagram stories regarding this. I've seen numerous articles. Uh, behind it so basically uh, for example uh, there's always raising toxicity about everything such as um, you know there's an overwatch player from the shanghai dragons uh, playing in the professional leagues and they couldn't believe that she was a female player Uh, they even double checked that she was cheating or something and basically they had to re they had to record live that she was an op uh player um and 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 it's like my god and basically um the person that would that had a hard time quote unquote retired from playing overwatch because of the fact that he lost his pride of saying sub such um absurd thing about you know being a female and actually being a competent female player and uh there's several other aspects for example last year when dreamhacks uh showdown was announced and dreamhack showdown is a females uh league csgo tournament with a large uh price pool one of the worst reaction that i've seen was the fact that men was asking other organizers why can't the men have that t- kind of price pool, uh, and the price pool we were talking about was roughly around 100k um, for a CS:GO match. They're asked, they're saying, "Why can't we have those?" Like, don't you realize that there has been more men prize pool and more frequent uh, tournaments in regarding strictly men, um, strictly men. Uh, tournaments that has been circulating and any given 
uh, esports venue. Let it be um, League of Legends. Let it be Dota 2. Let it be Call of Duty. And so forth and so forth and so forth. If I want my future daughter or even my friend's daughters to be able to actively participate in video games, who can I show them to model themselves on? Um, and to ensure that, you know, they can look up to them, they can uh, be inspired um, to participate, to be aggressive in in order to win, for example. And on top of that, to have a successful path and to, to look up and win. So I'm thinking of people like, um, you know, all the personalities uh, in, in the CSGO, for example. So basically CL, CLG Red. So the entire team that are appropriate, like Dignitas, um, female CSGO. Um, we have other personality too. So basically Scarlet from Starcraft. Um, and, and obviously, um, Jiguri, which is the Overwatch player, um, who proven herself to be part of the, with the guys and the pro leagues. So you can have the mixed match, you can have the mixed teams and everything. Um, and it shows that, you know, Female players has the fitting into the men's scene and everything, and it shouldn't be gender bias. You know, it's not a physical sport. You're not going to be able to, um, you know, have a 300 pound running back getting get, get uh, squish into you and everything. That's going to be a problem. Then that, you know, I believe you know we have to draw the line on on everything, unless. The other side is we have a $300 women linebacker and that's going to crush you um, and everything. And I think a lot of my friends going to laugh at, uh, at that fact if uh, Tom Brady gets smacked in the head because of that. It gets sacked. Sorry, I diverge. But um, why is this important is because of the fact that, just as I mentioned, uh, if you want to raise a society, um you have to raise it right and it takes a village to raise people to raise uh our children it's not yes as a friend of a of a parent the parent itself you start from there but after that you need the community behind it to be able to showcase that you know these are the values these are what's important and everything and here we are to support you and everything so I'm dedicating this episode to give a shout out to everybody, every female esports player out out there, um, on behalf of this lonely man that's doing a po- podcast, lonely photographer, sorry, that's doing a solo podcast. Um, that I'm quote unquote condoning a lot of the um, naysayers out there. Um, they're shit talking about you know oh you could have uh interviewed somebody better or you could have be talking with other relevant personalities that are more famous or better suited and everything um to represent uh our community our game or society and everything um no um 
first off, saying those words publicly, public-ish, even though you could be in a, in a Facebook group, um, is a non-negotiable, right? Uh, you wouldn't be talking that to... Would you be talking that to um, well-known esports personality? Probably not, because the fact that you're going to be shunned, like I mentioned, if you were saying that to Pokimane, Gina, or um, anybody like that has reach, you wouldn't be doing that only because of the fact that you'll be exposed. Uh, guess what? Even at 200 followers, you'll still be exposed. But the thing is, what are you actually trying to prove to yourself? And what are you? did you think of the consequence uh, on how you're projecting your hate uh, and your issues to the female gamer that's on the flip side that's receiving your negativity and everything? Why are you being a shitty human? That's that's a question oh no i didn't mean it that way well you said it you said it openly too um and that where where did i find this is the fact that uh there's a youtube series uh a online series web series that was created for the french um esports um french sports channel which has a esports division on rds um, that is hosted by somebody that is super amazing, Miss Harvey. And there it's on its second season of the series. And there has been a lot of people that has appeared on that series that I know. So basically, we have Team Sarah Scouts. We had uh, Mivien, Hockey. And I've seen... Other people that I've that I've seen before too, like Kath from CS:GO uh, and so forth. Um, uh, there's uh, Woolies. Um, I probably mispronounced that. Uh, that appeared and also, and it's all it's a French, Quebec French, sorry, um, web series that appeared in order to showcase uh, the life of esports. That's my quote-unquote, translation behind it. Uh, recently, somebody that I know, aka Pinky Sammy, was a uh, premiered the second season, the first episode, and it was talking about um, her life as an esports personality, and they were talking about Hearthstone. And somebody within the community of the, the, the Quebec community of everything that's related to esports and everything or geek whatever there is posted hey this is a new video that came out and everything and it's been announced now somebody on that particular forum took exception on how come pinky sammy was being interviewed couldn't we get somebody better or or anything and that to me is super hurtful because the fact that you ever met her did you what's your issue with the fact that they decided to pick her over somebody else that you prefer 
to be interviewed. That is unfair. You do not know her struggles in order to become a professional uh, Hearthstone player or professional esports athlete. Uh, why are you being so negative and everything? And the fact that he decided to sidebar um, and everything, and after that, there's a lot of people that kept on talking about it, and and there was a lot of other people that came to Pinky Sammy's uh, quote-unquote rescue, or, or not a rescue, but more like the fact that they've skirted it around the issue, the fact that they were um, bringing her down uh, in terms of the, the fact that she was a female esports personality and they were talking about life and an esports player and the fact that they diminish the fact that she's an esports and the, fa- the fact that they had to justify Hearthstone as being an esports uh, video game. They had to diminish the, the fact that she was part of the esports and everything. So there was a lot of people that was raising as like, hey, dude, why are you being a negative person? Why are you being an asshole, basically? In which the video in question was about her. Why couldn't you be talking about the actual article and not what you wanted to see in terms of personality and everything? Quote, unquote, I'm translating from from French to English. He was requesting, couldn't Miss Harvey pick a better personality to represent the Hearthstone um, community rather than her? Um, and that's, quote, unquote, disgusting. Um, and the worst part is the fact that he did personally apologize in order to explain himself that that was not his intent but the fact that he op- he let it uh, be known publicly and on top of that he decided to continue the conversation after the, the fact when he said that everybody finally had cooler heads um, and and decided to re-raise the question and everything I and um, in which the topic of the discussion was, that he wanted to raise was about east uh, pro athlete in esports versus uh, content um, content community uh, creators. So what's the difference? Is let's say um, the previous life previous life of Miss Harvey, for example, or Goosebreeder, uh, Rain, or Kath, for example, who are all CSGO players, if they decide to go on Twitch and communicate and interact with their community other than the game that they're known for, what do they become? They become a Twitch personality. So people said. In which they've um, this particular person has raised that, that they showcase via an article that if you are strictly in esports you have your sponsorship you have your team and everything you will be solely focused on that and the amount of revenue that you earn out of it uh, is way lesser than somebody who is uh, sponsor driven content driven such as a twitch streamer that has a variety uh different type of games and everything obviously in 2020 um being a Twitch streamer and so forth is a very 
hard game to follow because the fact that now the market has been flooded and now you have to stand out from this particular market. And even, you know, like if you have 20 people uh, watching you and everything, that's going to be 20 people more than before watching you and everything. Mm. But in terms of revenue, we don't know what does that actually translate everything. Um, that's nice and everything that the person decided to raise this particular topic uh, because they wanted to showcase, oh, well, you're talking to somebody who, yes, does pay, play professionally uh, in a game, but on a week-by-week -week basis, she does other things than just play the, the game itself, and therefore you are saying that this is not a, a legitimate, quote-unquote, pro player. You're, but the thing is, you, your intent of hijacking the, um, the web series in order to prove your point on that, that's where you're in your, the wrong. You should have laid it to bed, start a new thread, if that was your concern or everything, where your concern was there are not enough uh, pro players in the province of Quebec, and you could have raised that uh, topic as a separate threat. But no, you decide to be a shitty little human being. Um, and I'm going to open and say, say that because the fact that it affects some... Uh, another person and a direct and this particular trend um transcend from uh you know people playing overwatch play playing people playing uh leave legends i've mentioned uh bohe for example b-o-h-e she also gets a tons of toxicity on on the fact that she's a female League of legend player and the fact that the minute that she jumps on um the, the 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 mic uh people realize that oh she's a female like get out or please play support please do not play carry please do not play tank or something know your role and stf you know um those you know this triggered me and after that it just i need to raise this uh topic because of the fact that you know when i go into uh lanotas dreamhack for example i see all genders, all races, all types of personalities, all type of ages. Uh, if you beckon back to my interview with Carl, for example, we he brought in under the banner of Mirage, Clash of the Clans, as a esports game. And guess what? The players are not in their teens, are not young people, are not even young adults. They're older folks. We're we're talking about forties, fifty that has family. For example, are you going to discriminate them? Are you going to call them grandpa, for example, uh, go home or something? No, you should be really, uh, I am amazed that the fact that they took Clash of the Clans and made, made it their own and they became expert at it and they were winning tournaments for their age. And, and, and I was like amazed by it. And I'm, deeply also amazed with all the different type of uh, female personalities and different type of video games that are out there from Ricky Ortiz in the street uh, in the fighting game community Scarlet I've mentioned before um, 
in StarCraft, Zombie Grub, who is a caster in the in the space of StarCraft 2, because we used to have only male casters, and then after that, uh, we have we had Anna that came in um, to be um, a, a a host, uh, Smix, uh, also a host, but now we also have Zombie Grub being a caster, um, you know, uh, Akeviko. Uh, A-K-A-V-I-K-O, who plays Rainbow Six. Um, you know, she she is part of the Rainbow Six community, who also works at uh, Ubisoft. She's probably going to kick my ass and kick a lot of people's ass in Rainbow Six. I can probably uh, kick my boy Jeff, uh, who, who, who basically carries me in our Rainbow Six games. She's super good. I see her on on her Instagram stories and like you know being MVP first place and, and and stuff like that. You know, if you care to win, and they have talent, why wouldn't you have them on your team? Why would you have them part of your organization and everything? I don't get you. You know, uh, big shout out also to like Goose Breeder, Rain, Kath, uh, who are excellent CS:GO players. Uh, I mean, I've met them during Lander TS. Thanks to Miss Harvey, I was their personal photographer for a certain t- uh, for their run at the, their 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 tournament. Um, and I do voiceover on uh, Goose Breeder's dog, calling her uh, and everything. And you know, it's fun. Uh, and on top of that, she has amazing talent being part of the uh, uh, CLG uh, group, uh, CLG Gaming the red team and everything. I met a lot of personal bottom line is that I, I've met a lot of different type of people and bottom line, female gamers are people. They have feelings, you know, uh, I have feelings and it's very hurtful. You know, when you're trying to showcase your accomplishment, um, you know, it's a privilege to get interview on a respectable channel, even though it's a web series uh, to get, your voice out there, your personality, personality out there, being exposed like that, getting interviewed, uh, to explain what does it feel like to be an esports uh, personality, esports player. And on top of that, being in a player where people don't get it because it's a card game, such as Hearthstone, versus a team game such as CS:GO, League of Legends, or now Valorant and, and stuff like that, or even Overwatch, for example. Uh, and to get a total disrespect uh, openly about that topic and the fact that there was numerous amount of people that was trying to recorrect herself and instead of apologizing, you decide to be a very uh, stubborn person. That is from an, a, a post that after that, obviously, for example, uh, Bohe, uh, she was getting a whole bunch of toxicity within game in which, you know, if you could check the, the Twitch streaming and everything, there's people that actively type into the to the group chat and everything. That's disgusting, you know? And the fact that, once again, why I'm being passionate about this is the fact that these are people that I know. There are, and after that, obviously, um, if I ever needed to quiz any of my friends at Team Sarah Scout how toxic, toxic it is, um... Uh, in Overwatch uh, 2, I'm probably going to get stories about it. 
you know. Um, I'm here actually to not only raise this awareness, but educate people that this is not acceptable. You should be in it to win it. And race, gender does not determine if they're going to be winners or not. And I would gladly have a mixed team if it's going to mean that I'm going to win my, my game and everything. And, they, and unfortunately, it's going to be, I'll be the laughing stock because I'll need to be carried and everything. Um, oh, fun fact. I believe it was in 2017 uh, when Lanoteus was still at uh, Bonaventure, uh, Plas Bonaventure for their tournament. I believe Miss Harvey's team, which was a mixed team, won first place at the CSGO. So, you know, mixed team works out um, and everything. Um, last but not least, I want to raise kudos to anykey.org, which is an organi organization that uh, advocates for diversity, inclusion, and equality in gaming. Uh, please go visit their website out. Do a good good luck, have fun pledge where you're, you yourself, if you have any means, let it be a podcast, let it be cosplay, let if you are on social media or if you have an organization out there, um, you are organizing a tournament, you are a team, for example, please go check out anykey.org. Um, be part of the pledge in which you accept diversity, inclusion in your space. And you believe that this needs to be raised more in conversation, ongoing conversation. Um, I know that June is Pride Month, and after that, February was Black uh, History Month. But right now, Black History, Black Lives Matter is spilling over because of the fact that we still need to continue this conversation. After finishing in June, I hope that both Pride Month and Black History Month gets carried over. Let's talk also about minorities. Let's talk about everything that is being oppressed, that's being hushed over. Let's raise these awareness and let's be better humans. So go, please go check out anykey.org. Uh, I'll have the link in the show notes. Um, and obviously, I apologize to raise... Um, and target stuff that I see um, on social media. But, you know, I'm trying to, to educate and explain situations that, you know, are hidden and need to be exposed more. I know that things are being exposed, uh, you know, 24-hour uh, Instagram feed and, and stuff like that. But, you know, if... I can help out, and this is one of the ways that I, I can do it. Let it be so. Thank you. Sorry for the long rant. I'll see you next time.